This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, April 25th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. GOP blast activists appointee. Rice industry braces for drought. And Russia cries foul at WTO. Ukraine fights back. Newsom's pick for seismic safety sends tremors in Senate. Governor Newsom has appointed Allegria de la Cruz to the new Seismic Safety Commission. During her Senate confirmation, conservative lawmakers labeled her a sheer activist for farm workers. Senator Shannon Grove of Bakersfield took issue with litigation de la Cruz held as a regional director for the Agriculture Labor Relations Board. Grove also charged De La Cruz with being an activist supporting North Bay Jobs with Justice, an advocacy organization for undocumented workers. The Republican lawmaker argued that De La Cruz, who now leads equity initiatives for Sonoma County, was forcing grape growers to translate safety guidelines into 30 dialects. Senator Mike McGuire defended De La Cruz, saying he has worked with her for several years and saluted her work in establishing equity in government. Rice businesses brace for tough times ahead. The drought is leading to a painful year for Northern California's rice growers. During an event last week for the Public Policy Institute of California, Montana Farms CEO Nicole Montana Van Vleck said it will be even more difficult for related businesses. It's going to have a devastating impact, said Vlan Vleck. We've never had this little surface water in the Sacramento Valley. With 370,000 acres to go fallow in the valley this year, she said the situation is worse than last year and will lead to the loss of thousands of jobs. Most farmers have crop insurance, however. She worried about the hundreds of suppliers serving farmers and ranchers who'll be without work. The impacts to the communities and our third parties, our dryers, our storage facilities and mills, there isn't any type of protection there, she said, adding, nor is there for the habitat. Russia cries foul at WTO. Ukraine fights back. Russia was given the stage at the World Trade Organization Council meeting last week to voice its frustration over all of the sanctions being levied on its oil, gas, aluminum, fertilizer, seafood, and many other products by WTO countries. But the U.S., EU, Japan, and other member nations were not impressed, according to the Geneva-based trade officials. Russia is solely to blame for the sanctions, the U.S. representative in Geneva said, adding that if Russia wants to avoid sanctions, then it needs to stop its bloody invasion of Ukraine and pull its military out of the country. Finally, Ukraine was allowed to take the stage in the Goods Council meeting. The Ukrainian representative thanked the U.S. and others for their sanctions, but stressed they were not enough and do not come even close to being sufficient to make up for the destruction and misery being caused by Russia. Take note. The Ukrainian representative noted that the Russian invasion and blockade of its Black Sea ports is preventing Ukraine from exporting millions of tons of corn and wheat, and farmers are losing $1.5 billion worth of export revenue every month. 
Ukraine's inability to export is taking a severe toll on developing countries in Africa and the Middle East, where many rely on ag supplies from Ukraine. The situation is magnifying hunger and inflation in the regions. EPA seeks assistance as it crafts approach to endangered species and pesticides. An Environmental Protection Agency official emphasized EPA's desire for data from the pesticide industry last week as the agency continues to work on the complicated issue of how to balance the needs of growers with protections for endangered species. Discussing EPA's recently released work plan to deal with the issue, Jan Matsuko of the Office of Pesticide Program said, quote, there are some things that we will not be able to achieve without more resources, but more importantly, without the help of people in this room. Specifically, she said the agency could use feedback on mitigation and offsets, such as habitat restoration, that could provide significant benefits for federally listed species. We are seeking to pilot the use of offsets for certain chemicals and species and cooperate with any interested registrants. So if you are, you know where to find me, Matsuko said. Matsuko spoke at a regulatory conference held by CropLife America, responsible industry for a sound environment, a council of producers and distributors of agrotechnology. House set to move food security bill. The House is scheduled this week to vote on a bill aimed at curbing malnutrition around the world. The Global Malnutrition Prevention and Treatment Act would authorize the Agency for International Development to coordinate efforts to prevent and treat malnutrition. The measure would require U.S. aid to coordinate with other federal agencies. U.S. aid launched a global nutrition coordination plan in December. It's supposed to guide the agency's work with USDA and other departments through 2026. The Biden administration wants $11 billion over three years to carry out the plan. Beware of ransomware during the planting season, FBI warns. The FBI is warning agriculture cooperatives to prepare to face ransomware attacks during the 2022 planting season as hackers target the nation's food supply chain during important production seasons. In a private industry notification, the agency said two grain and feed companies already saw attacks this year. A feed mill reported attempts to access its systems in February and a multi-state grain company experienced a LockBit 2.0 ransomware attack in March. The agency is encouraging companies to back up data, protect information with strong passwords, use only secure Internet networks, provide users with cybersecurity training, and contact their local FBI field office if they suspect, if they suspect any hacks. Well, here's today's He Said It. I'm so damn uncomfortable being here. This is the first place I've been in two years where everybody's so happy. That Governor Newsom celebrating the groundbreaking of a new wildlife crossing in Los Angeles County. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, April 25th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally. 